If you are a veteran and have filed a VA disability claim and have been denied, have received a low rating, or you're unsure how to get started, reach out to us. Go to vacifree30.com, linked in our show notes, and take advantage of a free VA claim discovery call. Learn what you've been missing so you can finally get the disability rating and compensation you deserve. Welcome back, Mill Spouses. How are you doing today, Molly? I'm doing pretty good. We've been having gorgeous weather here in California. Not that that's anything new, <laughs> but it was it was really hot. Like I think it was last week. It got up into the 80s, close to 90s last week. And then over the weekend, it rained a little bit. And now it's like nice and cool. So it's like 70 with a breeze. And we've been able to have the windows open. And I love like when like the fresh air comes through. There's just something about spring fresh air, you know, like all of the birds are chirping and yeah, it's been doing wonders for my mental health, having the fresh air and the birds and all that kind of stuff. So I'm doing great. How are you? Good. We've had a lot of rain the past couple of days, but it's the first real rain of spring. So I'm kind of okay with it. I feel kind of cozy and I didn't go anywhere yesterday. But it's cherry blossom season here. So all the cherry blossom trees have bloomed. So it's been really pretty. Very pink against the spring sky. So I like it. Yeah. I think we had a, I think it's a cherry blossom um, tree in my front yard growing up. And yeah, I remember it would blossom and then like only for a, a week or two and then Mm -hmm. it would be gone but it was so pretty when it did because it was the largest tree on our property and it was right dead center in the center island and it was always so pretty when it blossomed and then even when like the petals fell too like then it was like the whole center island grass was like pink yeah yeah uh, cherry blossom is one of my like all-time favorite trees i'll have to take a picture and send it to you and post it on instagram Yeah, Yeah, check out our Instagram, guys. We post every week, and sometimes we post, like, personal photos from our lives. So if you're interested in that at all, get to know us a little bit better. Yeah, and usually if we have, like, an episode, like, I know the episode, the military homecoming episode, we were like, yeah, definitely go check out. We'll post Molly's home videos, and Mm -hmm. and I know we did, I think, did we do that in story, though, too? I think we did it on the story, but I can repost it on our actual, like, grid wall what is it called for instagram i think it is i think it is technically a feed maybe oh okay Uh, so yeah i don't but but yeah so you don't miss anything because sometimes i know the stories are 24 hours and then it goes away and so definitely make sure that you give us a follow i love doing that with any of the podcasts that i listen to they're just like oh we'll post a picture and it's it's a nice visual because you can't Mm -hmm. see us you know i like that visual aspect so i'll go and check later that day and see if it's posted like on their instagram and it's just always cool to see like oh that's what they were talking about or oh like oh that's what molly looks like or that's what Aaron looks like Yeah, and we also have a link tree on our Instagram, which is in our bio, and we put resources there for you. So if you ever hear maybe something we talk about or you want to see what other sites that we like to go to for information, definitely check out our link tree because there's always something good there. Yeah, for sure. We're huge on resources at VA Claims Insider. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll definitely post some links if, if VA Claims Insider has a link to what we're talking about, which is actually true today. Yeah, the topic. We have a lot of resources that we can point you in the direction to. Definitely. I definitely have a lot of links saved for us today that will be in our show notes. And I'll also add them to our link tree on our Instagram. But like Molly said, today is something that is near and dear to our hearts at VA Claims Insider and at Mill Spouse House. And this topic today is about survivor benefits. As military spouses, we have to have those tough conversations with ourselves and with our loved ones. And it's important to know that as a dependent of a U.S. military veteran, you have benefits as well in the face of all of that. So we're going to break down a few benefits for you. So let's just jump into it here. Okay. So the first thing we're going to discuss today is what is called DIC, Dependency Indemnity Compensation. This is in the U.S. Code, Title 38, Chapter 13, and it's a monthly benefit paid to eligible survivors of eligible veterans. So this is tax-free money for surviving spouses, children, or parents of a service member who has either died in the line of duty or a veteran who has died from a service-related injury or illness. So this is not the same as the monthly disability compensation that your veteran would receive. This is something separate than that. It has a different monetary value. And you can get up to a a couple thousand a month, depending on if you have kids with your veteran or not. We definitely have a link to show what the compensation would be for your situation. And we'll put that link in our show notes. Any monthly benefits that the veteran was receiving for service-connected conditions is discontinued at the time of the veteran's passing. So again, their disability monthly compensation will end, but you will start to then receive your survivor benefit compensation. But that's if they pass due to their service-related condition. Yeah, and I think that's really important to know. I've mentioned it before. A lot of the times, especially when he was deployed, or just how I cope is to plan. And that Mm -hmm. means planning for the worst, you know, and knowing these benefits before you actually need to know these benefits is super helpful because then you kind of have that plan just in case. Yeah, absolutely. And while your service member is on active duty, if they were to pass in the line of duty, you do get a life insurance compensation. But this is a monthly compensation for the rest of your life beyond that. So knowing this is so valuable because it gives peace of mind to the veteran that you will be taken care of for the rest of your life. Yeah. Absolutely. And if they pass due to, say, a condition or an illness that they received during their time in service, that is also more reason to make sure that they get that service connection and they file that claim because it unfortunately it does happen. And the veteran wants to make sure that their loved ones are taken care of. And, you know, kind of a population that we didn't really talk about is, you know, I'm just thinking for actually my grandma, thinking in my head right now, my grandpa was a veteran and he Mm -hmm. passed due to natural 
causes, I think in his upper 90s. And so he had a good long life, but he was a veteran. And I don't know, actually, off the top of my head, if he was getting any VA disability. But I just thought in my head, like, oh, I wonder if my grandma is eligible for any benefits. So that is one population too. Make sure if you do have an elderly Mm. grandparent um, or aunt or uncle or, you know, who is a veteran, make sure to share this information with them too. Because even if it's of natural causes, that's still if they died from a service-connected condition, they might be eligible for these benefits. Absolutely, absolutely. So qualifications for the veteran. In order for survivors to qualify for DIC benefits, the veteran and service member must meet one of the following criteria. Died while on active duty, active duty training, or inactive duty training, or passed away due to a service-connected condition, or if the death wasn't service-related, but the veteran was 100% TDIU, which is a totally disabling condition that they're unable to work, they would have had to have had that for at least 10 years before their death, or at least one year before their death, if they were a former prisoner of war who died after 1999. So qualifications for spouses, one of these must be true. You lived with the veteran or service member without a break until their death, or if you were separated and weren't at fault for the separation. How would they prove that? I found that funny, like you were separated, but as long as it wasn't the spouse's fault. <laughs> like, would you, that be like adultery? Like if you were the, I would think. but again, how would you prove that? So you do actually have to give them evidence. And I, I'm not sure if there's maybe like a divorce document that you would have to give or a separation document. I'll definitely put some of these resources in our show notes. So if this is your situation, you can look into it a little bit further. Okay. Yeah. And then also one of these must be true. You're married to the veteran or service member within 15 years of their discharge from the period of military service during which the qualifying illness or injury started or got worse. Or you were married to the veteran or service member for at least one year, or you had a child with a veteran or service member. Yes. And if you remarried, you can receive or continue to receive the compensation if you remarried on or after December 16, 2003, and 57 years of age or older at the time you remarried, or you remarried on or after January 5th, 2021, and you were 55 years of age or older at the time that you remarried. Yeah, and I'm assuming those dates are not random whatsoever. They're probably linked to some sort of act or bill. Right. <laughs> so if yeah. you're curious to <laughs> why those dates are those dates, I would just give it a good old Google search and I'm sure it'll <laughs> pop right up. <laughs> I know it seems a little bit weird that they're like, you know, putting a specific date that you were married, but the VA doesn't do anything <laughs> right? just because. So they, they definitely have a reason for those dates. Yeah. And if you are a child of a deceased veteran, you may also qualify. If you aren't married, if you aren't included on the surviving spouse's compensation and you're under the age of 18, or if you're under the age of 23 and you're attending school. I also think it's important to note that adopted children also qualify and are eligible. And the VA recognizes common law marriages, which I think is 
super important and happens in a lot of people's cases. I'm a little bit shocked that they do. Me too. Because we've we've kind of mentioned in earlier podcasts, like, you know, uh, most veterans are married due to mm. the benefits mm-hmm. that comes with it. So that kind of, I mean, I'm sure this doesn't happen all that often, but again, it's like you said, it's great that it is recognized. It is really shocking that it is. I agree. I was completely shocked when I read this too. So what they consider common law marriage is you had a child with a veteran and you lived with the veteran continuously until the time of the veteran's death. And if you were separated, you weren't responsible for the separation. But that's only if your state allows common law marriages. So your state would have to recognize the common law marriage as well. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Important stipulation. Do you want to talk about evidence, Molly? Sure. You know, the evidence that you would need to to prove the service member died while in active duty, active duty or training or inactive duty training. There's probably, knowing the military, lots and lots of paperwork that can show that. The veteran died from the service-connected illness or injury, and then the veteran didn't die from service-connected illness or injury, but was eligible to receive VA compensation for a service-connected disability rated totally disabling for a certain period of time. So parents also Mm. can receive compensation if you're the biological adoptive or even a foster parent of the veteran or service member and your income is below a certain amount. So I will also link the parents DIC rate table as it will show what your income would need to be. And I think it's great that the VA also recognizes foster parents because they served as the role of a parent to the veteran or service member before their last entry into active service. I think that's a huge win for foster parents. Foster parents are so important, and I'm happy to see them recognized under the surviving parents category. Yeah, absolutely. I was happy to see that as well. So if you want to apply for your VA survivor benefits, the form is in our show notes. So in order to file for the VA DIC, you're going to need discharge or separation papers so that DD-214 or something equivalent, your spouse will know what that is, dependency records, so that'll be your marriage certificate, birth certificate, if you are separated, some sort of documentation talking about that, and medical evidence if your service member passed due to service-connected disability or illness. And these benefits are permanent for the surviving spouse unless the surviving spouse remarries prior to 57 years of age. So here's an example from the va.gov website of what a monthly compensation for a surviving spouse or dependent would look like. So for the spouse, it has a total monthly payment for the first two years starting at $1,437.66. Then you add $356.16 for the next two children, if they're under 18, you can have an additional $305 for a benefit called eight-year provision, which means the veteran had a VA disability rating totally disabling for at least eight full years, and you were married during those eight 
full years, you can receive aid and attendance for $356.16 if you have a disability and you need help with regular daily activities. An extra $166.85 every month if you can't leave your house due to a disability. And that adds up. That adds up to over $3,000 that you would receive every single month. And and yeah. while this may not be the most entertaining topic for us to discuss, that's why we're talking about it, though. Because I don't think a lot of people know that when their spouse passes away, even if they're active duty... They know about that life insurance, but do they know about these survivor benefits that you would receive monthly compensation for the rest of your life as a spouse? Yeah, I'm just in my head doing a tally of like, okay, what would that cover, you know? And let me tell you, in California, that would cover almost all like living expenses in terms of like rent or mortgage or, you know, that is... That, that is definitely a, a good amount that could cover you. So yeah, huge, huge, huge for everyone to know just in case, you know, because yeah. not only are you going to be grieving in that time mm. as well, but you're not going to be of clear mind, you know, right. sound mind. And so to know these prior to that, if it does happen, it's, it's super important to have this plan in place and know these benefits before it happens or just in case it happens. Yeah. And especially since as spouses, you know, a lot of us give up our careers when we marry our service member. And so to have that peace of mind that you would be taken care of is huge. It's taking care of if you have kids, your kids, because losing a spouse and a parent, that's losing some stability. And it's great that the government and the VA recognizes that you deserve stability in your time of loss. So if you want to apply for your VA survivor benefits, the form is in our show notes. And like we said, it's just important to know what you are entitled to. Like this is worst case scenario, obviously. This is if the worst happens, it's important to give your veteran peace of mind that you will be taken care of. If you're eligible for DIC, you may also be eligible for what's called CHAMP VA, Civilian Health and Medical Program of the Department of Veteran Affairs, which is health insurance. You may be eligible for DEA, Dependents Educational Assistant, and burial benefits. Although benefits may be reduced if the cause of death was not service-connected, but that is something to note your burial benefits. So here's the list of five VA burial benefits for veterans. VA can furnish an inscribed headstone or marker at any cemetery or a medallion in lieu of a headstone or a marker. The VA can provide a burial and or plot allowance to partially reimburse the burial and funeral costs of a veteran. The VA can provide a presidential memorial certificate for the next of kin and loved ones of a deceased veteran also known as PMC. VA can provide an American flag to drape over the casket of a veteran. A veteran and his or her dependents can be buried in a VA national cemetery. And a veteran and his or her dependents can be buried in a VA national cemetery. You also have the option to receive VA life insurance. 
This is available for veterans and there's a lot more information about this than we have time for today. So I am going to drop a few links in our show notes specifically for this topic of VA life insurance. We have a great VACI blog about it called Who is Eligible for VA Benefits? The Two Critical Factors Revealed, as well as the VA.gov page itself. So I know that today, like Aaron said, wasn't wasn't a happy, funny topic. We promise the next one we'll maybe pick a funnier topic or a lighter <laughs> topic next time. But you know, it's it's important to go over these what if situations and make sure that you're prepared for them. And that's why we thought that, you know, it was very important that we quickly went over these with you. So yeah, definitely look at all the links that we post because we just skim the surface, honestly. And so definitely dive into that. And I mean, maybe it would be good to put them in a folder or bookmark them so that you don't have, you know, in that time, if it does happen, that you don't have to go searching. You know, it's the same thing that I tell my veterans with the national suicide number. When you're in crisis, you're not going to be thinking correctly. When your mind is flooded with thoughts Um, of harming yourself, you know, it's going to be hard to see the resources in front of you. So instead of going through your phone contacts, trying to find that number, just save it in your favorites. So you open your phone, go to your contacts. It's right there. You don't have to Mm. search for it. And that could literally save your life or honestly anyone's life. Mm. You know, I feel like that number is really important for anyone to have, even if you aren't you know, struggling with a mental health condition. So I'm a huge component of that. And I mean, honestly, I'm a parent of littles. And so I have poison control, you know, they eat all sorts of stuff. (laughs) They can get into anything. So I do the same thing with poison control. If, if I am in crisis mode, my daughter's just gotten into who knows what, I don't want to be searching for that number. And so I have it in my favorites. It's the same type of thing. So maybe bookmark it or save it or print it out and put it in a just in case file. Just put it somewhere that you're going to remember where it is so that you don't have to go looking in a time of need. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for joining us again today. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And from our house to yours, have a great day. Bye, everyone. Bye. Mill Spouse House is brought to you by VA Claims Insider. Let's face it, the VA claims process is a pain. Many veterans struggle for years trying to increase their ratings or even get rated at all. Most are not getting the compensation they deserve. Here at VA Claims Insider, we've supported more than 15,000 veterans to win their claims and increase their ratings. Now it's your turn. Schedule your free VA claim discovery call with one of our team members by going to vacifree30.com linked in our show notes. You'll learn what gaps you need to fill to speed up your claim and increase your rating.